Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, beauty fam. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Beauty. It is Wednesday after all, so we're in your feeds. Hey, Carlene. Hi, Jill. Hello. So we actually have to update everybody because we are doing this interview over Zoom, but we just saw each other in person for the first time and actually spent some time together in quite some time. I know. It's true. So guys, if you're on our Instagram, you might have seen some behind the scenes, but we actually did a trip to L.A., Oh my God, we left our houses, we got out of our robes, we put on real clothes and went and met with our network and had a couple of killer interviews while we were there face to face in real life. Yeah, it was just so exciting. It's really soul nourishing to Mm -hmm. see a palm tree and drink an overpriced green juice. What can I say? (laughs) It was just so great to see you and hang out and have good dinners and good laughs and Mm -hmm. just bond, have a bonding moment. Absolutely. So let's talk about today's episode. We are going to be talking about reformulations. And it's funny because you really never, you rarely see stories about this. I know back in the magazine days, we never really wrote about reformulations. We only Mm -hmm. focused on the brand new stuff. But this year, there's like a surge in reformulations, particularly of existing best-selling products. And there's like, I've been reading some stories online about this in Cosmetics Business and Forbes. So you're not imagining it. Everybody, every beauty product, it seems like, is getting a glow up this year. Yeah. And you know, if you're obsessed with a product, it's like it strikes fear into your heart when you think (laughs) of something being reformulated. No, not my favorite this, that, or the other. Like, I feel like everybody has been there. And then you go frantically online and you try to buy the back stock or whatever. But, you know, a lot of them are formulated for the better. And that's what we're going to try to dig into today. And, you know, I think some of these reformulations could be influenced by brands having to look at their business after COVID. Maybe there's some cost Mm -hmm. savings going on, repackaging, making things lighter to ship, using less paper, using less plastic. And there's the sustainability piece, of course. But I think you were even saying that some formulators online were saying that could be one of the main reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at anybody who's renovating out there like I am, you look at the cost of wood and it's just like, I mean, it's tripled or quadrupled in the past year. Did you ever think you would know what a two by four cost? (laughs) I know. Apparently it's like a hundred bucks now instead of 30. Not, no, a sheet of plywood that is. So yeah, I mean, we don't want that to happen to our beauty products, right? But (laughs) there are other reasons why I think all of these reformulations are 
happening in 2021, you know, customer feedback is huge. And we had our episode with Mariana Hewitt, Summer Fridays. A lot of people were commenting about the jet lag mask. So they heard the customers and they fixed it. Drunk Elephant Sea Firma Fresh Day Serum. I just covered that in our Best of Fall episode. And, you know, now it's in the two parts and you mix it at home. So the vitamin C stays more stable. That was due to customer feedback because everyone was like, hey, guys, this is going off way too early. I'm wasting my money. What's up? So that's Mm -hmm. completely valid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another reason that a lot of brands formulate, especially right now, is just because of the consciousness of the consumer. And a lot of brands want to be vegan and offer vegan formulas. We saw that with Bite Beauty, with their agave lip mask. They got rid of the lanolin in there. It really upset a lot of the customers. And then there's regulations. You know, products get recalled. They got to figure that out. There's acquisitions. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw Kylie Beauty and KKW were acquired by Cody. Well, they're not going to be using those Seed Beauty patented formulas anymore. So I'm curious how those are going to stack up. And then there's innovation, right? Like there's a lot of Mm -hmm. particularly skincare companies that they're just, they invest a lot in scientific research and, you know, and they do need to stay relevant. They do need to keep up with the times. So we saw that with like Tatcha's cult favorite essence, uh, a Mm -hmm. super boost this year. Clay de Poe overhauled like their Synactive line. So I think that is probably the most exciting reason to me is just that they have found new research and they're integrating more ingredients that are going to be helpful and kind of doubling down. So it's great. So today's episode, if you haven't figured it out yet, it is a damn goods. And so we're going to be talking about some of our personal favorite reformulations that we think are definitely worth getting on your radar. So we have a super antioxidant serum that blasts away dark spots and acne marks and repairs all of your skin sins from being in the sun. And we're also going to give you our take on the revamped True Match Foundation from L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to talk about an iconic lipstick that's been reinvented under a new name. This was highly anticipated. And I'm also going to talk about my toning shampoo that got a makeover. I'm going to let you know what I think about that. This episode is brought to you in part by Elizabeth Arden's Provage. And we're going to kick it off with a chat about their new Glowed Up 2.0 version of their iconic product. And good news, if you guys head over to our Instagram, we're actually doing a massive giveaway with Provage. It's our biggest giveaway ever. So head on over to at Breaking Beauty Podcast on Instagram. There's going to be some more details there this week and it's valued at $2,000. So uh, definitely worth checking that out. So with all of that, let's get into our edit of the damn good best reformulations of 2021. Hey guys, it's me, Christelle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon.
Okay, so first up, I'm going to talk about the Pravage Anti-Aging Daily Serum 2.0. That's the actual name, 2.0. It's 162 US dollars and 215 here in Canada at Shoppers Drug Mart. And Carlene, what's so interesting about Pravage is I remember the first iteration of this serum. I don't know if you do, but it came out in 2005. Oh, yeah. So that was the first year <laughs> I started working at Glow Magazine. And I just remember every editor was obsessed with the first iteration because it was like you know, this new antioxidant holy grail. And at the time, antioxidants were just popping off in the lexicon. There was another very iconic, famous Mm. product that I talk about all the time, launched the same year. So it was really a movement at that time to discover new and exciting new antioxidants that could help with skin. And we know they just do so much to reduce damage in terms of oxidative stress on our skin. Okay, so what's new about the 2.0 version? Okay, so before I get into that, I just want to back up for a second and talk about what was so groundbreaking about this serum in the first place. Mm. And that was its star ingredient, which is idabinone. And mm-hmm. say that three times fast. Idabinone, idabinone, idabinone. <laughs> it's really fun to say. Mm. And so FYI, it is a really potent antioxidant. And it was first used, Carlene, actually in medical procedures during organ transplants to Holy prevent shit. their oxidation. And then, of course, with a lot of skincare ingredients, like sometimes they do start in the medical field and then they're used topically. So when yes. it was started, to be used topically. It's like a finely milled orange powder if you actually see like a picture of the raw ingredient. Mm -hmm. And um, it was later found with topical use to protect skin cells from environmental damage. So that was so groundbreaking at the time and nobody was using it. Right. And, you know, I've heard Dr. Dendi Engelman, she works with Pravage a lot. She talks about how in clinical studies, idabinone was discovered to be much more potent than other antioxidants like vitamin E. And mm. she says that the benefits of using idabinone in particular is that there's more phytoprotective power. So it's protecting against damage from smoke and other what she calls toxic avengers that we encounter on a daily basis. So yeah, just like pollution in that, right? Yeah, it's going like that one step further than a vitamin C or a vitamin E because okay. it has clinical data to support mm-hmm. that it protects against like smoke and daily yeah. pollution, which is really cool. With the new formula, it actually has, it's boosted with 10 powerful ingredients to help visibly reverse the signs of aging. So in a clinical study, 90% showed improvement in the appearance of fine lines, dark spots, firmness, elasticity, and all of that. So it does have vitamin C in it as well, Carlene. It also has vitamin E and those Uh are going to help boost that antioxidant protection. And then it has corrective ingredients. It has a peptide blend. It has ginger extract. Uh It has hibiscus seed, clary sage, and then it also has a number of flower extracts. So it's like a blend of like the high-tech scientific stuff and botanical as well. Yes, exactly. And then also they have a new claim with it is that it visibly reduces dark spots by 78%. So that's definitely Mm. a key thing that that this product is known for is helping to minimize the appearance of skin damage. It also has new and improved pump packaging and the new package size, it reduces over packaging by 60%. So that's kind of what we were touching on yeah, before. We're seeing a lot of that this year. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm curious, Jill. Mm-hmm. So you've been using it. Tell us how long you've been using it and like what you've been noticing. Cause I want to know Like for us, we have sensitive skin and sometimes with these serums. So like, tell me about that. Yeah. So I've been using it for probably about six weeks now and I just use it 
as a serum step, especially in the morning on clean, dry skin. And I experienced no irritation with it at all. It is a potent antioxidant though. So maybe you want to do a patch test if you are really sensitive. And I think where I really noticed the biggest difference is like the fading of my acne scars. I've just, this whole year, I've talked about it so many times on the show, but it has just been I've just been experiencing so many breakouts with maskne and and everything. Mm -hmm. And I've just been, because I'm a little bit older now, they're just that much more stubborn, the acne marks to go away. So I definitely noticed a big difference in that respect. Now, I was only using it once a day. I think I might step up to using it twice a day to get those results even faster. One thing I love about this product, Carlene, is the texture. I'm obsessed. It's like such a silky serum and it really feels like it's kind of Mm -hmm cocooning your skin, but it doesn't feel heavy at all. It's very like it just blends in perfectly. I always feel like a lot of serums will like be sticky on my skin and I just feel like I can't layer anything on top. But this one, I feel like it just blends so well. And it also does have a hint of that yellow. Remember I mentioned the raw ingredient is actually orange in color. And so the serum itself is, it is kind of like an apricot color. color. Yeah. And when I put that on, I do find that you get that immediate sort of brightening all over the face as well. So I like that it's kind of giving you that cosmetic lift, so to speak, as well as doing the heavy lifting on those dark spots. One other place I was going to tell you about where I noticed a difference is right underneath my eye area where it's kind of like where my sunglasses stop and my, like the rest of you know, my cheeks begin, so to speak. But I think that's actually, I wear my sunglasses so much and I think I get a lot of rubbing off of my sunscreen in the summertime. So I think there I tend to get a little bit. Those high cheekbones, Joe. Oh, hardly. But I do think that I get a lot more sun damage there because my sunscreen rubs off. Didn't even think of that. So I have been noticing when I use this that I'm getting slight, like they're just not as apparent around that area. So I think it definitely does the job it says that it's going to do. And like I said, I've only been using it for six weeks. I think my next step with this is to start using it at night as well to really kick everything into high gear. Well, I've only just started using mine and I just want to remind people of a tip that we've probably given somewhere along the way because I have, when I use a lot of vitamin C serums, I can experience that kind of itch, that burn Mm -hmm. or whatever because it is, you know, it's an acid. And this one's more about idabinone. But still, when I use any of these types of serums now, I'm mixing it into my moisturizer. And I can't even remember who now, but we got that tip from a derm, I believe it was. And they're like that, just having that buffer is really going to help. So, I mean, if you can get it straight on your skin, that's obviously going to absorb better. But... If you're like concerned about it or whatever, you can mix it every day in your moisturizer. That's what I've been doing. So, yeah. And I think the other thing that I wanted to say was just about the overall texture of my skin. I do believe that it has improved the appearance of my pores as well. I think it's just like about refining your skin's texture and tone. That's what this product is all about. And it has been since it launched in 2005. And now it's just like supercharged, right? Because it's boosted now by all of these other ingredients that are giving it four times the antioxidant power. And I think that if that is something that's of concern to you, you're always thinking about hyperpigmentation. I know a lot of our listeners are. It's worth checking out. Yeah, I think everybody needs that one serum in their life that's going to, you know, target whatever 
they need, but this is what seems to be a good like all arounder. You know, it's mm-hmm. targeting like tone and spots, and but yeah. also it's got those like peptides and stuff for fine lines and exactly. all, skin structure and all that, which mm-hmm. is great. Okay, awesome. Well, I am going to take it to the next level of skincare and talk about sunscreen. Okay, because I'm still, you know, coming off of summer in a way, but I tried, I just think they keep getting better and better, you know, over from year to year. Now you're getting these formulations. They're really nailing it with the textures. And so I want to talk to you about this massive glow up that I just think is so worth celebrating. It's the brand is Soleil Toujours and the product that I want to... seen this on Instagram. Yes, it's so Instagram worthy. So the product I'm going to focus on is Soleil Toujours Clean Conscious Antioxidant Sunscreen Mist SPF 50. It's $36 in the US. They do ship across North America. I don't have the bottle here, Jill. I can't find it. We used it all summer. But (laughs) if I were to describe it, it's a beautiful royal blue color and it has like a yellow cap. It looks like a, a bottle of Orbe hairspray you know? Yes. And it has like this gold emblem, like this dot on it. And it's minimalist. It's gorgeous. And truly what Soleil Toujours has brought to the sunscreen space is like that blast that Orbe made when they came into it. It was like, when did you ever see a beautiful can of hairspray? You didn't until Orbe came along. And that's literally what Soleil Toujours is doing. Every one of their products is like, You want to take an Instagram of it on the perfect, you know, Turkish towel on the beach. It just is, it's a stunner if you want to impress. So the brand originally launched back in 2014. I had never heard of it. They did a complete rebrand this spring. You know, they weren't sleeping over COVID. So they got new packaging that, like I said, is gorgeous. Also new formulations came out in June of this year. And so aside from the gorgeous packaging, what I would say about this line that people need to know is it does, they do classify themselves as being like clean beauty, clean sunscreens. I know that is a very loaded term. I think we've talked about it so many times on our show that I probably don't need to go too far into that. But the filters are mainly physical, meaning titanium dioxide and zinc. That's in their cream formulas. And they don't, you know, they have a list as long as my arm of what they don't contain, like parabens, oxybenzone, retinol palmitate. However, they do use some chemical filters in the mist sunscreen. So the one that I use, the Clean Conscious Antioxidant Sunscreen, has 3% avobenzone, homosalate, octosalate. So I really liked this spray because I think a lot of sprays are a bit of a fail. They go on and they're really sticky or really greasy. And I mean, some of them honestly are just awful. This one, the kind of like atomizer thing, it feels like Evian. You know, the Evian spray that you would put on, it's like so refreshing. It didn't have like a horrific smell. And I think most importantly, I just didn't feel like I was burning under it. Like I got pretty good coverage. Now, I still always recommend you want to put that base layer of a cream Mm -hmm. on in the morning. And then I like the sprays to do retouch, but you got to have that like full on layer underneath, you know, the sunscreen sandwiching. We've talked about that. And so this is their best selling item. And it did get a bit of a tweak in its reformulation back in June. They took out silicones. Okay. Which, I mean, I asked the PR, I was like, why did you take out the silicones? Just curious. And they were, they basically said just because 
that's the trend right now. Customers don't want silicones in their products. So that's why Mm -hmm. they did it. Very cut and dry. But I highly recommend you guys go and check them out. I really love this whole line. And it was a glow up of RuPaul proportions. So bravo. Bravo. Yeah. I remember when we were first talking about this line and you said something so apt, like this is the sunscreen that you would get at like the Parker Palm Springs or like a really amazing beachside hotel, like, and you would photograph it poolside and it's like all part of the vibe and the aesthetic. It's definitely like the whole experience is totally elevated. Yeah. If you're going to Ibiza to Salinas Beach, you want to bring your Soleil Toujour. But of course, this particular formula, like I would never use that on my face. So I've also talked to you guys um, many times about the one that I rely on for that is the Everyday Humans Resting Beach Face SPF mm-hmm. 30 Sunscreen Serum. It's $24 US and they also reformulated this hey. summer, which I was like, oh, hold the phone. What are you going to do? Because this is kind of my ride or die for my face. I've used that. Yeah. I think the key reason is it's the word serum. You know, it really goes on. It's like, It's so, I don't want to say sheer, that implies that you're not getting the right coverage, but it's like, it really does feel like a serum going on. So you don't get that white cast. It really feels like a moisturizer. Like I've said that so many times, it feels like a moisturizer going on. You could use this every day of the year. And so what they did, and this was for real, like they tapped their community for feedback through an email survey and DMing with their social channels. They had a thousand customers sign up to help them improve this cult favorite serum. And so in August, they came out new and improved. It's more sustainable. So the packaging is like there's a 12% reduction of carbon emissions, they're saying, through the packaging. So like you said, that's a big trend. They're still cruelty-free, vegan, oxybenzone-free. That always was the case. And then they also boosted that hydration factor. So they added like more ingredients. They're all plant-based. I don't know what they are exactly. It's like anti-pollution, all that kind of stuff. And apparently they improved the fragrance. So I don't know. Maybe people didn't love the original fragrance. I didn't even notice it. Anyway, for me, experientially, guys, if you love this product, don't worry. It feels the exact same to me. Like no change there. That's good to report on because that's 90% of compliance, right? With people actually wanting to wear a sunscreen. It's like, it's got to feel good going on and feel like you're not getting burned. Okay, Jill. So what product is like one of your top shelf items that got a makeover this year? So this product is a total icon, in my opinion, and it's the L'Oreal Paris True Match Foundation. I mean, I think we can all picture the little glass bottles with the silver Mm -hmm. top. And coincidentally, that also came out about 15 years ago. Mm. So maybe this is the moment in time when brands want to reformulate. They need a little facelift 15 years in, so to speak. It's like the 15-year itch. Yeah. So what's new is actually their L'Oreal Paris True Match Super Blendable Foundation. It's in 45 shades, Carly. It's around $20 Canadian. And I know it's out in the UK. I'm not sure exactly when it's dropping in the US. It's got 45 shades. And really how you want to think of this, it's like a moisturizer in a foundation. So they've just totally transformed the formula. It still has all of the true match qualities in terms of like the smart pigments that are going to match your skin. More than a decade of research was conducted to formulate those 45 shades. And you know, L'Oreal, they just have such a huge bandwidth of information and data to be able to come up with these shades. They're polling people from all over the world, right? So it's just really interesting to me that they would take such an iconic product and reformulate it en masse like this. I think this is a totally different undertaking than like 
you know, doing something over DM, like you were just talking about, this is like a massive, no room for error undertaking kind of thing. And so I think it's just really a response to where we're at with makeup right now and foundation, which is like, you want something that feels as good as skincare on your skin. And there's also a new pump bottle design, which I personally prefer. It's a lot less messy than the older Mm -hmm. formula. And really, I think the biggest improvement here is that the formula is now infused with hyaluronic acid. And their claim is that it improves skin texture and tone in just two weeks. So you're going to get those skincare benefits while you're wearing your foundation, which is pretty fantastic. And if this kind of rings a bell for anybody listening, I know that the It Cosmetics latest foundation that came out about a year and a half ago, that's what their promise was too, is that when you're actually wearing the foundation, it's improving your skin tone texture and just the overall Mm -hmm. hydration of your skin. So what about the wear of it, Jill? Is it the same? Is it better? What have you noticed? I would say that the coverage is the same. I think it is slightly different compared to their previous formula, which was just like a straight up foundation where this is considered more like a moisturizer in your foundation. I wouldn't say that for me personally, it was super long wear, but I did like how it went on. I felt like my skin looked radiant. And I think that is all about that hyaluronic acid, right? And it's giving you that 24-hour hydration, but it doesn't promise 24-hour wear. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's more about the bare skin coverage and really has those smart pigments that are sort of like I think bang on. Like my match was pretty much bang on. And I think that Mm -hmm. is what they do really well. So it might be better for people who have like dry skin because it has like, does it give you a dewy finish? It's more like I would say radiant than dewy. I don't know if that helps you at all, (laughs) but it is oil free as well. So I think the whole idea is it's meant to look like your skin, but better, right? Mm -hmm. But it does give you, I would say, light to medium coverage. It's not a full coverage foundation. Does it give you a your skin but better finish? It's meant to, but does it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like a natural finish. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And I think it's really trying to, it's really basically all about trying to make your skin look radiant and healthy. Medium mm-hmm. coverage. The tinted serum is way more lightweight coverage than this one. This, I would say, is a foundation in the more traditional sense that was a tinted serum. So way more lightweight. So if you're trying to decide between the two, that's the the difference. Yeah, Yeah. got it. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, speaking of cosmetics, I'm going to talk about a highly anticipated makeover. It's Bite Beauty's Power Move Soft Matte Lipstick, $28 US, $37 in Canada. And this really is a line that replaced Amuse-Bouche, the iconic mm-hmm. Amuse-Bouche lipstick that Bite launched with, which was, gosh, like 10 years ago now, I think. Yeah. And then, of course, we all know that the founder, Suzanne, she kind of sold the company and now it's under Kendo. So it's just completely different now. The products are made in the US instead of being made in Canada, different formulas. And really, the big push in the last few years, as we talked about in the intro, is all about vegan, you know, going vegan. And from the beginning, the ethos was, you know, it was lipstick that you could eat. The ingredients were like essentially edible, hence the name Bite right? Mm -hmm, And the name mm -hmm. of Moose-Bouche. So, but the other thing about it is it was always about these power pigments. 
You know, so it was like an organic version of Mac. So I guess these days it's like now vegan is the new kind of organic. So they have slowly been discontinuing things and bringing it back. And so this new iteration is three years in the making. There are 20 shades. There's nudes, there's reds, there are berries. Might be wondering about the shades. Well, there are six original shades that sort of made it into the new line. They're chai, fig, tannin, beetroot, cayenne, and maple. And then there are 14 new shades. And I think overall, the best way to explain it is they're definitely more they're more subtle now. You know, you used to have those real pops. And I think that was the whole idea from the beginning was like they wanted to have the performance of like a Mac in the organic world. So you had these like hot pinks, these like insane purples, like orange. So you're not really seeing that as much. I'm wearing one of the poppiest shades right now, Jill. So I've got this red on for our chat. I'm actually wearing the fig one right now. Oh, nice. So this Mm -hmm. one's called Hot Tomato. And it's funny you mentioned that with fig because I actually have the old fig here. Okay. I have the old fig and the new fig. And so um, I did do a side-by-side swatch and I'm going to post it on Instagram and on our blog. So just talking about the shades, I'm going to tell you that the newer fig is definitely a cooler pink, whereas the old fig was like a warmer more neutral. Okay. So if you're, if you think that you're going to get that same fig because the shade is the same, that's not happening. And then I think what a lot of people have commented on, because these actually came back in July. And like I said, it was highly anticipated. These formulas are really completely different. And so is the finish. So, you know, you almost can't say it's a reformulation because it's so different and even has a different name. But here we are because they do have some of the same shade names and everything. So this new version is really more about this soft matte, you know, this really Mm -hmm. wearable matte that's kind of trending right now. So it's not about the dry formulas, which nobody likes except for me. I love a dry matte. (laughs) But uh, Mm -hmm. most other people don't find them comfortable. So it does have these, it has like cocoa butter and fatty acid waxes that make, give it kind of that velvety feeling. So not unlike Max Powder Kiss, we've talked about Rare Beauty's Lip Souffle that I really like, but they have removed lanolin and beeswax, which were in the original line. And they also took out carmine, which is, you know, that's that red pigment that you get from crushed up beetles. So that's gone. Mm. And then, so yeah, I think the biggest differences in the finish across the board, the original was, I think it was described as like a satin finish or a, it was like right. creamier and it was more moist, right? It had like a slight, I don't want to say gloss, but yeah, it wasn't a matte. You know what I mean? It wasn't a matte, whereas this is matte. So still has like pretty good holding power in terms of the shade throughout the day. I would say that's probably where the similarities are most the same. It just depends on what you like. If you're into matte, you're going to love this new collection. And if you're not, then you won't. But I really this shade that I'm wearing right now. It looks the hot great. tomato. It's like a cooler red. But there are a lot of warms in the collection, like really wearable nudes, getting into browns and berries and that kind of thing. It's a little more safe, mm-hmm. I would say, now. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. palette. Yeah. No, I really like it. I find it very comfortable to wear. And yeah. I have been kind of reaching for it. Honestly, I think it's like it's more like Powder Kiss from Mac than the mm, old yes. than the old bite. So it's kind of like if you want That's a right. like a vegan 
version of Powder Kiss, mm-hmm. like this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Okay. So let's discuss your hair, Carlene, because I know you're always on the hunt for like a holy grail color toning shampoo if or purple shampoo. Yes. So anybody who doesn't know, I'm originally a brunette. Actually, my hair color probably wasn't that different than yours, Jill, back in the day. But now I'm 70% gray. And that wow. that is behind this uh, this curtain of blonde kind of ombre that I have going on. So anybody who has brown hair and has gone blonde, you kind of know it's like it, it is a process. And it's really yeah. difficult, at least for me, to get that brass out. So I have to yeah. work really hard because my hair wants to pull orange. It just loves to pull orange. So I have tried a lot of purple toning shampoos. And I will say that there were a ton that came out this year, I noticed as well. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. People dyeing their hair at home. I don't know. But there was a couple years ago where I tested like five different ones. And I found my favorite, which is the Amica Bust Your Brass. Blonde shampoo and conditioner. It's $20 US, $32 in Canada each. And that was my favorite because the thing with purple shampoo and conditioner is, yes, it will tone the brass and make it look more kind of cooler and just more neutral. But there is a cost to that. There is no hydration or moisturization happening. And so for myself, I always get that bird's nest in the shower. Like my hair just really loves to tangle. So and just doing all that processing on blonde hair, it gets really dried out. So it's tough. You have to kind of decide, like, do I want my hair to look fried or do I want it to look more neutral, the blonde? That's usually Mm -hmm. a choice that you have to make. And so with Amica, I just found it was the most, the least drying. It was the least drying of the ones that I had tried. And once again, I just have to do a quick mention because I did try Olaplex's new purple shampoo that they just came Mm -hmm. out with. And I had high expectations because it actually says hydrating on the shampoo and it killed my hair. It murdered it. But I also left it on longer than the recommended time. So to be fair you know, maybe that was user error, but I want to give people a shout out, like, don't do that. Because I know a lot of people, they think the longer, the better, right? And actually my hair looked kind of grayish and dull after. So don't do that. Just do the recommended two minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, and call it a day. So my favorite Amica Bust Your Brass Cool Blonde Repair Shampoo and Conditioner got reformulated this year. And I was like, hold the phone. What's See, that's happen, when it's scary. Right? So what they did was back in March, they had launched this repair collection where they put their bond cure technology in it. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, because that was such a hit, they put that bond cure technology into the purple shampoo and conditioner. So it's like both formulas kind okay. of smushed into one. Which I do think is it's good because we know with all this processing, it's like destroying the bonds of your hair. So I think from a user experience, I haven't noticed a change. Sometimes no change is a good change in terms of just like, you know, okay, over time, it's going to be helping my hair. But, you know, there's no cost to my immediate, you know, experience. So I liked that. They also launched a mask, which I would say I noticed no difference between the mask and the conditioner. Like, I don't get it. There's no, like, to me, there's no more pigments I noticed and no more moisturization. So I don't really get that. But I do think this reformulation, it's a win. You know, the more help you can get with repairing your hair, 
that's that whole innovation piece that we were talking about in, at the beginning, right? Where yep. it's like, that is a very new technology that we're getting to do at home. So it makes a lot of sense that they're sort of integrating those two things. And exactly. I mean, it is just so hard to find um, that perfect holy grail when you have blonde hair yes. and you're spending so much frigging money at the salon yeah. that you want to be protecting it as much well, as you possibly it. That's it. can. And you go on a journey, right, with all of these products. Yeah. And that's why we're here. That's why we do the damn goods all the time because we you're on this journey and you're trying new things and you spend a lot of money. So when you find your holy grail, it's like, yeah, it, yeah when it gets reformulated, it's a big deal. So hopefully <laughs> we've been able to shed some light for you today on some of the best uh, reformulations of 2021. But I really want to hear from you guys. What's the product that you love that kind of got a makeover or a glow up? And what did you think about it? Drop us a line on Instagram in our comments or DM us or in our Facebook chat room. Yeah. And once again, friendly reminder to be sure to check out our Instagram for that really exciting giveaway with Provage worth $2,000. Biggest giveaway we've ever done. And everything that we talked about today, we listed on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.